0: Okay, it is June 2nd, time for another edition of the Come On Now MMA podcast. Start off today, conversation about a discussion that Daniel Cormier and Errol Hawani had about guaranteed money and fighter pay. And let's just go to the clip and then I will discuss what is said.
1: Reality is, though, every single sport in the world, Ariel, is not guaranteed money. You know, so you can go play a football. You can get a hundred. What do you mean? You can get, yeah, baseball. But you can get a hundred million dollar contract in the NFL. And NFL if you play really like garbage, yeah. you're out. Yeah. Right? So it's not just the UFC. You know, so, uh, yeah, and I'm not just saying. I, I want to be clear. There's Same guaranteed as, money. You wanna... guaranteed money in the NFL. And then there's your actual contract. And if you get that guarantee, your guaranteed money is low. And you play bad, then you're out. I mean, yeah. so Jameis Winston from the Buccaneers, I don't know if his contract expired or if they, they cut him because Tom Brady went, now he signed with the Saints. He's not making what he made last year in Tampa Bay. So it's not just the UFC. Yeah. And again, I want to say, I'm not just pinning this on the UFC. Bellator is the same. Or Bellator. It's not just the U- it's not just MMA, MMA. Yes. yes. Not just MMA. I think the system uh, is broken. Rocky Yeah, but uh, so we'll see how it plays out. This is changing every single day. It's a fascinating story.
0: Okay, so what Cormier says is true. But uh, MLB, NHL, NBA, all guaranteed contracts. So with the NFL, the contracts aren't guaranteed, but players usually, especially high Uh, profile players they usually get a signing bonus and some kind of guaranteed money in their contracts so let's look at the details of since Cormier used Jameis Winston let's look at the details his contract with Tampa Bay he had a signing bonus of 16 million dollars over 16 million and over his Tampa Bay career he made 46 million dollars and 20.1 million of that came in 2019 So yeah, he's taking a huge pay cut to go be a backup for Drew Brees in New Orleans, but uh, He's not hurting Like I said, he's made 46 million dollars Another thing to note is that the league minimum for players with four to six years is $910,000. So I know what Cormier is trying to do here with this argument, but come on. There's very few UFC fighters that are going to make that $910,000, let alone 21 million that Winston made last year. Um, and Winston's guaranteed money is not substantial this year. But he's not, he's not going to be a starter. And he's also earned a ton of money in the past. So I would ask Cormier, these, these NFL players that are getting signing bonuses, which are guaranteed, what's a guarantee in the UFC? What are you guaranteed when you're signing a UFC contract? And the answer to that is zero. Zero. You're not guaranteed any money when you sign a UFC contract. So if you're a fighter and you sign a deal and you get injured before your first fight and you never fight for the UFC um, or you get released before you fight for the UFC, you've made zero dollars. So I know Cormier wants to make this sound like well, the NFL doesn't guarantee money either, but while that's true, you just have to dig a little bit below that the surface of that statement to see that you cannot compare an NFL contract to a UFC contract or an MMA contract anywhere. You just can't. Um, so I, I, I I'm really disappointed more and more with with the way Cormier has been carrying the UFC's water here lately. I might be wrong, but it just seems like he's becoming more and more company man and that he's angling to set himself up more for a post-career gig with the UFC. Um, I I think he already has that gig in the announcer's booth, the commentating table. But maybe he's angling for something bigger and something more substantial. It sure seems like it. I don't. I don't understand why he would. Other than that, I don't understand why he would be so pro UFC at this point. So, again, don't don't try and compare and justify the u. Uf- don't try and justify the UFC's lack of pay by saying the NFL doesn't guarantee money. It's it's a transparent ploy, and anyone who does it, a little research. We'll see right through that. There's been some talk about what's next for Tyron Woodley, and that's a good question. With two losses in a row and him not being a favorite of UFC president Dana White, I uh, would not be surprised if Woodley gets relegated to "quote unquote" gatekeeper status in the wel- welterweight division. And so, and I don't know if he's would be willing to accept that status um it probably to de- pay it probably depends on his need for I- income and his well i would think that that would be it really uh, so in his title fight against Usman, mom where he lost the title in at ufc 235 he made five hundred thousand dollars for that fight uh, for the burns loss he made two hundred thousand and he had a win bonus of 150000 So that's a pretty hefty pay cut for, for losing the title. And that should give you, also, should give you an idea of why fighters who are champions kind of don't speak out too much about the, the champions clause because they have a bump in pay probably speak out about it once you lose the title because then your pay goes back down but yeah so i don't know i i don't know what woodley will do here if he's a gatekeeper according to the ufc it just seems like he might not be long for the promotion um, so if he does accept another fight and he loses i he the ufc might give him the uh john fitch He's too expensive for us treatment and let him go. I don't know how many fights are left on his contract, but I do know that he's never been a favorite of white. So it wouldn't be a surprise to see the UFC trying to cut ties with him. I know some people have been putting down UFC 250. Um, I don't really hold that view. I think it's a pretty good card. Is it a pay-per-view worthy card I guess that's up to uh, your tastes but what I what I think here is that it's a very important event for the Bantamweight division uh, three of the five pay-per-view fights are Bantamweight contests you have the co-main event between Sun and Garbrandt who are both on losing skids uh has lost his last two, Garbrandt's lost his last three. Garbrandt's been knocked out in all three of those. And then you have uh, Sterling and Sandhagen, which that might be your next, uh, the winner of that might face, well I would hope would face the winner of Jan and Aldo. And then you have Sean O'Malley fighting Eddie Wineland, uh, opening the pay-per-view card. And that's Uh, A pretty big fight for O'Malley step up in competition he's got a recognizable name as an opponent in Eddie Wineland Uh, he's still a pretty massive favorite there so it's a good fight if he can more or less you know style on Wineland which probably uh, a little more difficult than well it's definitely more difficult than anyone O'Malley's faced in the past uh, he's got to deal with Weiland's you know, kind of weird movement, and he, he might be getting a little long in the tooth, but he's still got power, and he's still a name, and he's still someone that uh, if O'Malley beats him, that'll be a good win for O'Malley, who is not in the top 15. Um, the In Sun garbrandt fight, that's a good one, uh, and it's going to tell us who... Um, uh, in those two is is going to stick around the top of the division. Um, Garbrandt really needs to pull things back in and keep his cool and f- keep his focus. Um, if he if he gets into a slugfest again, he's and gets knocked out again, he's probably you know down in the down in the bottom of the top fifteen, if with another loss, and he's still young enough that he can work his way back up, but he's he'll have a long, long way back up. Um, so it's going to be interesting for him. Asunao, who is a uh, pretty uh, is closing in on that that time frame where you start to wonder uh, if. There, the fighter is still going to be able to contend um so just look at woodley he was he's 38 sunset was 37 so it's kind of the same situation A um, asunsa had that great run between 2011 and 2018 where he only lost to to dillashaw but he uh he never got a title fight out of that and if he wants one He's got his work cut out for him because of the losses to Marias and Sandhagen. Um, so a win for over Carbon will help him. But it's still going to be another couple before he gets back in the mix. But um, at least a win there will, will help him hold his position. Um, so it's a very important fight for both of these guys. And it'll, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in the uh bantamweight division rankings when USC uh, 250 comes to a close. Speaking of Sean O'Malley, he spoke to Luke Thomas the other day about this upcoming fight and his future, and he thinks he's going to fight for the, the title next year, but he also said that he's not in a hurry, and here's a quote. It depends how much the UFC, if they're going to pay me what they pay me now, I'll be like, yeah, I'll fight other guys. If you want to pay me more money to fight better guys, I'll fight the better guys. But I'm not going to fight the better guys right now with the money you're paying me right now. It just doesn't make sense from a business perspective. From a fighter's mind, I want to obviously fight the best guys in the world. I want to be champ. But in a business mindset, it's like, okay, you're not going to pay me this amount. I'm going to fight someone that's not the best in the world right now. So, it totally depends on what the u f c wants to pay, so this is uh the right tack to take from a from a twenty five year old now will he hold will he stick to those guns when he's sitting across the table from the u f c and they try and keep him on a standard kind of standard deal I don't know, but O'Malley is someone who the u f c looks like they're Grooming to be a star, and they're, they're certainly not paying him like they're grooming him to be a star. Um, his his pay last event was thirty-five and thirty-five, uh, and so that he made 70 thousand $70, uh, dollars for someone who's um, that was his fourth fight in the UFC. Uh, I guess that's okay but like i I'll always say u f c fighters are underpaid no matter what, so um he also has two fight nice bonuses in there, so that's a hundred grand in bonuses, but yeah, if he's in line to if he beats Eddie Wineland and then gets another fight and he's and they want him up against a top ten guy and he's making under a hundred. I don't I don't think that he should be too anxious to uh, to risk things for that much. So he's got the right attitude for uh, money wise. So hopefully, like I said, he'll stick to that uh, because when you get somebody like Greg Hardy who is nowhere near the upside uh, long term or short term of Sean O'Malley, um, and Hardy made uh, let's see here. For UFC 249 He made $180,000 total And if I was in business And I had to pick Who I was going to pay Between Sean O'Malley and Greg Hardy Well first of all Greg Hardy wouldn't be working for me But if I had to pick Who I was going to pay Between Sean O'Malley and Greg Hardy It would definitely be Sean O'Malley Because he's 25 um, He looks... Like he can do some, some, uh, looks like he can make some moves in the UFC. And Hardy just looks like he can punch hard. I like what O'Malley's thinking here. And like I said, I hope he sticks to his guns. If he beats Weiland, then they want to give him a big name in his next fight. Um, I hope he, he, I hope the UFC starts upping his pay. If they want him to, uh, fight at the top of the division. We'll talk a little bit about the Nevada State Athletic Commission's COVID-19 protocol, which was much more strict and much more robust than what the UFC attempted to follow in the Jacksonville events. But one of the questions I had was why the commentators and the announcer and the referee were not wearing masks when the protocol said that everyone inside the arena had to wear a mask. And um, Daniel Cormier uh, answered that question in a conversation he had with Ariel Hawani And here's that answer. It was very strict. Whole different oh, scene, right?
1: It was real strict. Man, one time I got up to go to the bathroom, and you weren't supposed to go without your mask, right? Like You had to put your mask on. Anytime you got away from your table, because you know we were behind those glass, we had yeah. like a, a glass shield in front of us, because we were the only people in the arena allowed to be there with no mask, so that we could talk about the fights. And Joe Martinez, when he went the octagon, had he could take his mask off, but the moment he walked back down the thing, put it back on. Wow. One time I got him to go to the bathroom, and I didn't have my mask, and I was like, oh my goodness, I panicked, right? I panicked because I was going to go into the bathroom, and so I pulled my shirt over and went into Dana's office, to use the bathroom because i hadn't used the bathroom all night because if i would have gotten if one of the commissioners would have seen i'd have been in trouble but that was just an honest mistake because it's it's normal you got to go pee real quick you get up and you run but yeah man it was very strict it was very strict and
0: so that's good to hear um because that was a concern of mine um i think the nevada commission protocol like i said yesterday i think the nevada commission protocol is what the ufc should start to follow if it holds events outside of nevada uh, and and fight island uh, and like i said i did ask the ufc if they were going to adhere to the nsac protocol or the ufc protocol and i did not get an answer but i would hope it would be the nsac and i would hope it was also going it is also going to be enforced um, with uh, a much higher level than what the UFC enforced its own protocol in Jacksonville. I don't usually pay that much attention to UFC rankings because I don't really think they uh, reflect reality. For instance, the welterweight division going into UFC UFC on ESPN 9. Uh, Gilbert Burns was ranked number 6. Which is a, probably on the money. Uh, Woodley was ranked number one, which not probably not on the money. But for some reason, UFC seems to stick to this ranking where they feel that the most current, most recent champion who had been the has been dethroned deserves the number one ranking, no matter what. I I don't agree with it. I think that's ridiculous. Um, Woodley had not fought for over a year. I don't know how you could keep him above Covington, who just had lost to Usman, or Mass Maybe Mass but not Covington. And yeah. So when the uh, new rankings came out, I think they came out today, Burns had jumped from six to one, and Woodley had fallen to four. Um the jump for Burns, I don't know. I don't know if I buy that. He's had a real good run. But I don't I don't think he should have jumped that much. Um I, uh, by the same token though I do think he's gonna get the next title shot because he's easier to work with contractually than than Masvidal, who's gonna be looking for some additional money because of his win over Nate Diaz and all the momentum he has and his popularity and his win over Askren. I don't think Burns has the name recognition of a of a Mass Fidal. Um so we'll see how this plays out. Um, but I do think Burns is gonna get that title shot because if Mass Fidal pushes for more money, Burns, as we have seen, will just will step in to take that fight um, because he, A, wants to stay busy and B, uh, he's just volunteered to take almost any fight lately. Um, So he's someone that the UFC can just slot in and probably not pay uh, more than they want to or even a little less than they want to. So, yeah, while I don't agree with his jump that far up the rankings, I do still think that he's going to be the next welterweight title challenger. I know it seems like I've been picking on Daniel Cormier lately, but he's just, like I said, he's been disappointing with his comments a lot of the times lately. Um, and here's another one from his discussion with Ariel Hawani And ESPN tweeted, tweeted this out yesterday i think it was um the quote is people wanted to not give conor mcgregor credit for it but if a guy made a million dollars back in the day it was massive conor mcgregor blew the roof off in terms of what MMA fighters could make the key word in this is could not will because conor mcgregor is a totally different beast when it comes to pay and i think the ufc is realize that they created a kind of a monster in McGregor and while they enjoy the money he makes for them I don't think they enjoy the amount they have to pay him I will still say that McGregor is underpaid for what he earns the UFC when he does fight but that doesn't mean the UFC wants to pay him that much and there's no one other than Brock Lesnar probably that you could compare to Um, Conor McGregor as far as income and share of the revenue for the fight cards that they participate on so McGregor yeah, he opened the door for what fighters could make but what fighters will make that door is pretty much still locked with the exceptions of uh, very 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 few fighters right now Conor McGregor is that one fighter which is evidenced by the UFC refusing to give John Jones and Francis Ngannou a, a anything more for a fight that would earn everybody a ton of money. Um, so, yeah, McGregor's an outlier. And to say that he's setting the bar, not even close to true. Not even close to true. So, again, this uh, a talking point it's kind of a false narrative, because even though McGregor is going to make that, and the UFC can dangle that out, while well, you want Conor McGregor money. We all know that no one is going to be offered that money because no one um, is is bigger than the UFC, and the the promotion did let McGregor get a little bigger than the UFC, and now it's costing them more uh, more money than. I'm sure they would like to pay because they want to keep the fighter split for the for the revenue uh, at 20% or lower. And if McGregor, if every big star is making McGregor money, that's going to put that revenue out of whack. And UFC won't be able to make as much as uh, it, it wants. And it's promised its uh, backers that it will make. I want to end on a, uh, a lighter note. So if you get a chance... Head to the uh, UFC store online and type in Fight Island and check out some of the stuff that's on sale there. It's, 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 It's worth your time. And with that, I'll wrap up for today and I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, stay safe.